Abe. Uh, we're back for another episode on the old YouTubes. Yeah. I well, could, I mean, obviously the way we always go. Yeah. I, yeah, YouTube. exactly. Sorry for my appearance. I'll take a dirty, scummy That's all right. piece of shit. Adds authenticity. Yeah, man. We don't we don't pretty up for the show. Yeah, so I feel like I feel like thirty seven dollars. Thirty seven dollars is a random number. Yep. It's a random amount of money to be. It is random. Like two uh two numbers that are that are not divisible by two. God, you got a little like smart guy on me. I would not have done that. My math has not been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have all been sharing that um, that math quiz question online. Oh, that? Yeah, that yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm just wondering why people can't figure those things out. They're so simple. It's fucking 12. All the other answers are wrong. Yeah. All the other answers are wrong. Yeah. And I'm no. like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, the answer is 15. I'm like, then I, I, I explain how it's done. I'm yeah. like, you work right to left. You do, remember you follow? Division, math, uh, di- division mm-hmm. multiplication, addition, subtraction. Oh, no, 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 I'm talking about this other one, though, the addition thing. If anybody doesn't know what we're talking about on Facebook, I finally came back to yeah, Facebook that, that's after what the longest time. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Well, there's a big one. There's one, like, with brackets and the actual, like, equation. But there's another one that's just, like, it's, like, a, like was, four what, numbers. Four numbers, and there's, like, yeah, and it says, like, one plus four equals, like, this, and then one plus yeah. five equals this. Like, yeah. It's an apples to oranges thing. Yeah. Yeah, if A is five and B is 16 and C is 24, then what is D, yeah. right? Yeah. But, like, in my mind, the first three answers mm-hmm. are wrong because you don't know how to do math. Yeah. And the last answer is a simple addition equation. Yeah. Eight plus five. Yeah. Yeah. And then just go home. Yeah, because the first one is one plus four equals five. Yeah. And then the next one is uh, one plus five equals, uh, I think it was uh, one plus five equals 11 or something mm-hmm. like that. And then one plus six equals yeah, and it goes by that way. So all you have to do is look at the, the the last number that it's adding to. Yeah. The first one is multiplied by one. Yeah. Next one is multiplied by two. Next one is multiplied by three. So you yeah. just do that, and then you just add the number to it. Add the numbers, and, and you're and good to go. people like, ah, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to do this. It's uh, that that to me is just like it just reiterates the fact that if you're commenting on anything, on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Yeah. You're not a smart guy. No, you should. Uh, um. Just, well, just just read it and walk away. Yeah. If you don't know the answer, just say, like, I don't know the answer. Or don't answer. That's another thing that bums me out. Fucking, like, on Amazon and, and Facebook and shit, when somebody asks a question and somebody just answers, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If you don't know... Don't, don't post it, then. Don't post it. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, I got, like, a little notification that says, oh, somebody's answered your question. And then the answer is, I don't know. I don't know. Find somebody who knows. It's like, I was trying, dummy. Yeah. Actually, what I do do is I answer questions on uh, Amazon about uh, stuff, like, I bought. Mm-hmm. People will ask, say, like, you know, if you bought, like, like, Vega, for example, right? The protein powder, like, okay, what is the, uh, how much of, uh, how much vitamin B12 is in it? Yeah. And I say, like, well, it has no vitamin B12 in it. <laughs> okay. And they're like, why doesn't it have it? Because I'm like, because it's plant-based. You need vitamin <laughs> B12, you get that from yeah, dairy and from animals. meats. Yeah. <laughs> from animal yeah, products. From animal byproducts. <laughs> that's where you get it from. Yeah. So, so I, you're, you're vegan. That's, never never that's heard back from them. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to you're help. Just, you smarmy bastard. Yeah, so I had to help. I'm like, I was honest with them. I'm like, you know, but I'm like here, and then, he, but if you want that, here are the ways you can get it. Yes. So I gave it to him. <laughs> I, like, I do like how you incrementally doled out the information, though. Yeah. You didn't give him everything at once. Like, it's got no vitamin B12 because vitamin B12 comes from animal yeah. sources. Yeah. You have to be, you have, you have to be an asshole, just like you know, to correct this person. Bit. Yeah. You have to like fucking set the tone. Give you a little bit of an asshole. Yeah. I'm starting to feel like that. That's the problem now. I mean, okay. Now to clarify. Am I, am I the problem? No, you're not the problem. You're right. the solution. Mm-hmm. We've said it a lot. So it's not like I'm starting to feel like, but I've come to a certain like milestone epiphanies in my thinking. Like good people, good, decent human beings 
are what's wrong with society. <laughs> that's that's like that's the problem because they just they're they're oblivious to racism, to hate, to stupidity, to, to like somebody being smarmy. Mm-hmm. They're just like going through life like happy and everything's cool, man. And like they're at a red light texting and they don't know why you're honking because they're a good guy. I'm just trying to get back to my kid. Mm-hmm. My kid texts me. I just got to answer a question. It's all good, man. Like good good people yeah. in general, people who mean no harm. Mm-hmm. Kind of what's wrong with the world. Yeah, I think um, they got uh, their head in the sand. Yeah, their head in the sand. That's yeah. yeah that's exactly what I was gonna say. They're just uh, not privy to like really what's going on out there. Yeah, like I got a family member uh, who, and I got many like Caucasian family members, but they're all decent people. They don't have like a racist bone in their body. They uh-huh. married into an ethnic family, mm-hmm. obviously, but some of them are just like there's no there is no racism, man. There isn't any racism. Like no, like you come from a good family. I got news from you. There's a lot of shitty people out there. You just happen to come from a good family. Yeah. Um, I think there's – I think the one question that one guy asked, this one – I remember I was watching on YouTube, and I, I – and I don't know how this is going to resonate with you, but, like, it was this uh, this African-American guy. He was uh, just posting – he was driving his vehicle. He mm-hmm. parked it. He was just shooting a video of himself. Oh, yeah. But African-American, was he, like, a black guy from America or was a guy in Canada? He, yeah, he was from Canada. Guy. He's, you know, sorry, he was from the United States. Yeah. Okay. He's from the States. And he said, uh, he goes, you know what I'm wondering? He goes, why do black people so, um, what is, he goes, why do black people uh, complain about white privilege so much? Mm-hmm. As a why? black man, he goes, why am I asking this? He goes, like, why, why is this? He's like, well, he goes, why do black people still talk about white, white privilege? privilege? He goes, the reason why I'm asking this is because, he goes, he goes you don't see Asian people talk about white privilege. He goes, you don't see East Indian people talk about white privilege? Well, yeah, I think you do. I I, I see it in the parameters of his conversation. Maybe I, I, he's, like, trying to make a point. I think, yeah. So, the, yeah, that's exactly it. He yeah. was – I think his thing was that um, they do like, – they, they, like, Asian people and East Indian people, yeah. And he's, and he's not to the same degree, though, right? Yeah, but not to the volume, I yeah. guess. Like, not even close. Yeah. And uh, uh, so, yeah, he's like – he goes, you don't see that. He goes, but what you do see is um, you see them in the best schools – they're your doctors. They're your dentists. They're uh, Asians and like in general. Yeah, or yeah. And he said, he said, he said like like and East Indians as well. He's like yeah. yeah. They're your doctors. They're your engineers. They're the guys that you have to. Basically, those are the guys you have to answer to. So, <laughs> so he's he's really breaking it down. Yeah, the class yeah, and yeah, shit. yeah. He's sitting there and he's like he goes and he goes he goes. I think it's a better idea if we stop talking about white privilege and I actually just started um, just doing stuff for ourselves and not come and not talk about it so much. And I was like, yeah, that's. I'm not saying that's that's correct or incorrect but mm-hmm. um i think he was just fed up with it and he's like yeah i think he's just i think he's just like um like his viewpoint was just like you know what i'm fed up with this i'd rather just like everyone just like you know focus on yourself mm-hmm. be the best person you can be and stop blaming other people for your problems i think he might be too good of a person i think th- and that, 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 <laughs> i think he might be too good yeah, of a person. And, and i think that ties into what i was what you were just saying yeah and i think like uh uh i think he's um I think his 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 morality was was coming through, yeah. And he's just like you know I want like he goes, he's, it's it's a very blanket statement where he's saying like you know what just forget about everything and just press the reset button and just go and just work hard as you can, right? Let's make this thing, like today is the new baseline. Yeah. Everybody try to not be racist or a piece of shit, and we'll try to stop thinking about white privilege as a as an attack on us. Yeah, exactly. So like, I get what he's saying. Yes, but I don't think that's gonna happen right it's, now. It's it's not. That's not gonna resonate with a lot of people. They're gonna yeah. be like, well. Whatever, whatever, right? So, but then I think he's one of those people who are like, yeah, fine. That if you're gonna wallow in that misery, that's that's up to you. Yeah. And so, but I'd rather just like, uh, um, just take that out of my head and mm-hmm. just focus on like, um, best revenge is living well. Best revenge is living well. Yeah. He just yeah. wants to like live his good life, 
be his best self mm-hmm. and not worry about like racism and shit. Exactly. Yeah. I think the problem is it's going to come to him. And like it's one of those things where I remember, and this is like a, a thing that really stuck with me a while ago. I was reading the last run of Garth Ennis's Punisher series. I think that was it, that was Valley Forge, Valley Forge, and in that mm-hmm. he talks about the Tank Commander, and it's like written in two parts. It's written like one is a comic book about Frank, and he's on the run from a group like Navy SEALs or mercenary group. Yeah. And another part is written from the point of view of the Tank Commander, who was on his way to Valley Forge, where Frank had the big the big takedown on the hill in Vietnam. Is that is that where he te- he had the like he had that gun and it's just he just he just assa- he just rolled over like yeah he just takes out tons of Viet Cong like yeah. when they show up it's him and like 150 dead Viet Cong and yeah they were like no, one yeah. guy and it was one guy yeah I yeah. I just I just read that the other day actually yeah it's a it's a great run it's, it's fantastic it's, it's like, unbelievable yeah it, it's it's really good it's quite it's quite good was I, that the, was that the same one that uh, not to go off topic but is that, was that the same one that where that guy's uh, talking about he's about to go home and he's talking and he's saying like. He goes, I can't wait to get on the next flight, see my wife. But he goes, there's some. Then he t- then he sees Frank. He's like, but one guy here who does not want to go home is Frank Castle. I think that might be it. Is that the one? I, I feel like that might be it. Okay, yeah, but, he's uh, like, but, he can't exist in the real world kind but, of thing. Yeah, I think that was not written by. That, that's not Garth Ennis. I think Maybe, that's, that might be Jason Aaron episode. Or Jason yeah, Aaron exactly. Because that was a yeah. Marvel. That was a Marvel Max one. Yeah, well, same as the Garth Ennis one. Yeah, and that, that's the one like they showed like at the end. And like, is that the one where they had the, the Colonel or that that general who came up and said like, you know, this this. Yep. That thing, and he, and he, Frank, not to spoil it, but that's I know exactly Frank, what you're Frank talking took about. Took to come up there, and, and the guy got. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same one. Mm-hmm. So in that run, he talks about like what this this black guy talking about like white privilege and stuff, and how it's like not really affecting him too much. In that run, there's a great line from the tank commander uh-huh. where he he says, "I had a good Vietnam." Mm-hmm. Like I, I had a pretty good Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the gore. I didn't see the death. I didn't see the the destruction that was going on of the villages. I didn't see the burning and the raping. Yeah. And the sacking of towns by like lunatic soldiers. Yeah. Um. He didn't experience any of that. So his his idea of Vietnam was like I had a good Vietnam. I was right in the thick of it. Don't get me wrong. But I was on a tank. We drove around. People generally like threw rocks at us, but they fucked off. We were good. Yeah. But his experience was significantly different than a guy who was just up the road from up him. Up the road him, yeah. You know, getting blasted at by endless hordes of Viet Cong. Yeah. Who, again, are just trying to protect their country. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like he didn't see any of that. Mm-hmm. And I think it is possible to be a minority and have a good experience, having been born in the 70s or, or 60s or 50s, whatever, and living today have a generally better experience than somebody else who could have been, like, next door. Right? Yeah, that's right. I think that's what it is. I also have a problem with the term white privilege. I've always thought to myself that's, like, a it's it's like a, a fucked-up term because I see it more as a luxury and less of a, less of a privilege. Yeah. I think they're they're trying to skewer, not they, as in, like, the, gen, the general they, the royal they, mm-hmm. are skewing the term privilege to make it fit a certain, like, a certain dynamic. Dynamic, really, yeah. Really, it's like, no, it's a no, luxury. it's a luxury. Yeah. Because I, I just don't see how, like, a farmer who's fighting to save his farm, who happens to be white, say, in the middle of wherever, or corn, wheat, whatever the fuck he's doing, surrounded by white people, no black people in this town, who's the lowest class of citizen where he's from, yep. who still struggles to make ends meet, has a privilege. Mm-hmm. Now, in a group full of white people with some black people or people of color where he's a white guy, he could be wearing the same things as everybody else. But he's not a visible minority in that group. Mm-hmm. He has a luxury of being able to hide in the crowd. Yeah, I think I think luxury is more the term. Luxury is, I think luxury is a better term. Yeah. Do you think Do you think a lot of uh, um, do you think the tide is going to change in the next like ten years? Ah, uh, probably not. I, I think it's going to be like fifty years. Fifty years. I know they're saying like twenty thirty something or twenty thirty six is like when the minority group kind of like the minority uh, dynamic changes from yeah. like majority white to ma- like minority white. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, it's not like white people are just going to disappear. I mean, there's still going to be racist ones. And a lot of them, like, most of them are pretty good people. 
yeah you know, i think yeah. what has to happen is the the idea of how we how we converse with each other yeah has to change yeah i think um yeah yeah the com- yeah definitely the, the conversation has to change yeah whereas- and racism isn't inherently white to minority no it's not you know it's everybody it's everybody yeah it's yeah and, and, and racism is not is not an inherent thing like you are you are born you are you're not born with it you are um, you learn it. You were you learn yeah, it. It's right? a learning so, yeah, trait. So you, it, it is a you are a product of your environment. Mm-hmm. So, um, like that picture of the uh, I think it's a National Guard. I can't remember if it was doctored or how it was set up. It's a photo of the little kid. He's got to be like six years old in a Klan uniform. Like he's got like the white hood and shit. Mm, and I remember got, that. He's yeah. got raised over his head and he's yeah. like trying to like shake the hand of a black guy who's like a National Guardsman. Yeah. And the black guy's like, hey, look, a child. Yeah. And he's like, he's got like no hate towards him. No. They have no hate towards each other. No, no. The kid doesn't know what he's doing. No. Like West Baptist Church. The Westboro guys. Westboro yeah. guys, yeah. Westboro, yeah, those guys. They, they, the kids don't know any better. They don't know any better. Yeah. But they're indoctrinated, right? They're indoctrinated in this idea that, like, we, we have to go and tell soldiers' wives that their husbands are baby killers. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is that all about? Yeah. So. What, like, what goes through your head that at some age you don't figure out that's the wrong thing to be saying and doing, right? I'm sure some of them do. They break away. Well, yeah, that, that kind of ties into, like, how, um, like, religion. Like, we know when kids are, like... Uh, then when they grow up and mm-hmm. like a lot of them are just like you know what i if i had known this if i was introduced to this at a la- later age yeah i would have been like what the fuck like i, I would have never gone to church because be like, i don't believe in this stuff right yeah. um this is too modern right but like if you if you're introduced introduced to it at a young age oh yeah and we talked about it, yeah dude you're just you're just indoctrinated yeah that's rough man yeah you're because you're so impressionable at that age oh yeah i mean you yeah. need some distance it's like you need to get away from it for a little bit yeah. i was reading uh reddit today and they had a a what do they call it the uh, tifus today i fucked up and it was a girl talking about how she comes from a like very devout Muslim family, mm-hmm. and she was at work and she gets a text from her father or her mother, I think her father, saying, "Tell your boss today they're gonna be late for work tomorrow." And she's like, "Oh shit! Like what is going on?" It's like it was like an adamant, like it was a hard text, very cleanly worded, like make sure you tell him you will be late tomorrow. And she's like, "Oh god, what did I do?" And then she realizes she's got like a six pack of hard lemonade and like a guy's change of clothing in her room. And her mom tends to clean her room, and they're like hard line, no pork, no liquor, no boys. And she just like goes through this like cycle of thoughts. And I didn't read how it ended, but it ended up with her deciding not to go, like to go home, and then just like packing her shit and going to a friend's place for the day. And then her parents kind of worried about where she was, so I think it might have mellowed out. Yeah. But these are like it's weird because you're seeing like a slice in somebody's life. Who knows if it's real or not too? Because Reddit can give you a lot of bullshit. Yeah. But the way it was written seemed fairly sincere enough mm-hmm. of somebody who's like technologically and like able enough to like write this shit as they're in a car with their parents kind of thing. Yeah. So what I'm wondering is like, why would you, like, I understand you wanted like, like why would you disclose that information online? I think it's an anonymous source. Like nobody really knows you on Reddit, and I mean, like that kind of keeps like it's kind of like what we're talking about now. So obviously, more people talk about that, right? Like, oh, how so you're is, it, is it more like to, to get it out? Like, like, I think what, so. What should I do? Or like, you're looking for maybe like suggestions? Think, and, or... Yeah, because there is. I don't know if you browse Reddit a lot, but there's a lot of um, there's a lot of input. As soon as you write something, it's like people generally, if it's informative enough or entertaining enough, mm-hmm. generally, like the second it's written, like within the hour, you've got like 300 people telling you. Like, oh my God, what happened? This is what you should do. Do this, do that. Do you need a safe place? Can you go there? Like, it's it's a community. It's a, it's a very tight community. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there's a lot of, like, information being spread around, right? Yeah. But the idea of religion, man, like, that's fucked up. That in yeah. 2019, people still think like that. Oh, yeah. It's, um... Uh, that's everybody. Yeah. That's, like, all religions. Yeah, because, like, people just won't let things go. Yeah. Like, how does that happen where you just can't let shit go? I don't know, man. I, I just, uh... Oh, fuck, I don't know. How I lucky just... are we, though? I mean, we come from fairly, like, uh... I'm not fairly. We come from 
like hardcore Indian backgrounds for the most part. But like yeah. our parents are pretty chill for the like generally. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't. Uh, um, yeah, I have no qualms about uh, um, what's going on. Like personally speaking, in my life when it mm-hmm. comes to like uh, my fam, like my parents or like uh, how strict they are and stuff. My parents are not strict at all. Yeah, they're just more like, uh, um, you know, you do just make sure that you don't do anything stupid. Could be why we're this age and single. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very, very. I mean, really, we look at people in our in our community. Who are uh, like on, on both sides of my family, on like the the hard Indian side, and not like when I look at them, I'm thinking like, fuck, a lot of them got married pretty young and whatnot. But a lot of my immediate family is very easygoing and liberal. Yeah, that liberal liberal minded in the sense of like you know they don't push their kids too much, mm-hmm. and like generally most of us are at the age group that I'm in now, like between thirty and forty, and they're not married. Yeah, they, but the 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 opposite is true as well. Is that people got who got married. Uh, really early I can give you I don't want to disclose anybody's names but like I can oh yeah we have a lot yeah we, yeah, we, know, we know a lot through each other yeah we know a lot yeah. of people who got married early you're like okay cool like no that's happy for them yep. they, got, they got divorced they got divorced some worked yeah some worked and some, some didn't. worked but like a lot didn't yeah they just they fell out of love and they, but oh, there's kids involved and stuff like that that complicates lives even further they can make it work obviously yeah but yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah it's uh um it does go both ways so like are you um there's no there's there's no direct line where like it says who was happier, who was better off, people who never got married or the people who got married and had kids, yeah, and then they got divorced. There's so. like no right answer. It's no. kind of, it is luck of the draw. No, it is total luck of the draw. It's messed up. I was watching the uh, man. I can't remember. I can't remember what show it was. Just recently, and somebody was talking about it must have been like like Joe or, or some show, and they talk about the uh, their parents giving them the advice like as they were at the end of their life. Like one of the last things this parent was going to tell her son was like, don't get married till you're thirty. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. And it was one of those things that stuck with him. So he's mm-hmm. like, fuck, maybe I shouldn't, right? And then yeah. he hung on to it. And then he didn't. He ended up not getting married until he was, until he, I think he was 30. And then from there, he's like, uh, it wor- It actually worked out. Like, you were mature enough and you know who you are. Yeah. Like, you've kind of formed your ideas. Like, like we talk about religion. Your parents might have a certain aspect, of, a certain viewpoint of religion. Your view is different and it changes. And then if you did, if you got married and you were younger and you were like hard in the church and then you got married to somebody else who's really hard in the church, Next thing you know, the two of you, I don't know, you you might break away from each other once one of you realizes that it's a sham, right? Yeah, exactly. And then the other one thinks, no, religion's everything. Religion's my life. God is good. Yeah, God is great. True. Yeah, because <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes opposites don't always attract. You're right. It, oh yeah, maybe it's, it's just because like when that the whole theory of opposites attract, sometimes it's not always sustainable. Yeah, I, I do. I don't necessarily buy into that, man. I don't. Either. I think it works for magnets, not for people. I think it, I think it, okay, it it works in the sense that people will just do their best to make it work. That's what you're, yeah, yeah, absolutely right. They'll be like, you know, yeah, they'll be like, um, there'll be a relationship. They have nothing in common with each other at all, but yep. they're like, but they, but they, they love each other, right? Yep. They, they found love. They're like, you know what? Let's, let's just get married. But if you ask them like, Hey, what, like, what do you guys do together? Like, what's, what's a fun thing to do? And they're like, uh, uh, yeah. And they'll be like, uh, I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, we watch like TV. Yeah. We, we watch, like the same show. Yeah. We like the same shows and stuff like that. I'm like, really? I'm like, okay, well, okay. You're, you're making it work, but like, but the, you have to be, be honest with yourself. It is. Uh, <laughs> there's gotta be a different term, like making it work. I don't think is the right term. It's yeah, that that's a very like uh, you're coexisting. Yeah, you're, it's like you're putting crutches on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so but uh, I, I would say like you're just um, like this is my lot in life. Yeah, this and is. I, and I, and I've, I've accepted <laughs> oh, it. God, that's so sad. This is my lot in life. <laughs> He's still being turned into three PO. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sorry, R two. Our lot in life is to be fucking droids yeah. full of sand. 
dragging our ass to the desert yeah, until we die. Exactly. Like I don't like, hate you though, so that's something. But yeah, it's like it's like you know you, you'd be like you know what? Um, well, I guess the, the fair point to say is that you're um, you're married, and yeah. like, you know what? Uh, and you 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 allow each other to do your own shit. Yes. Without, Without raging out. Yeah, your your lives don't revolve around each other. I uh, that that is I think as ideal as that can get. I kind of feel like, and maybe this is me. And maybe you didn't mean you didn't mean for it to sound like that, but I kind of feel like you're talking about arranged marriages. No, I'm not. No, it's like actual marriages in general. So Mar- people who that- met each other, fell in love, yeah, and got married. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm not saying like all marriages are like this. Yeah, but only marriages are like this. I'm not talking about like you know like. Wait, 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 say that again. I'm not saying all marriages like this. Yeah, but only marriages. Are yeah, like I'm this. not talking about like yeah because like there's um there's marriages that are um marriages of convenience. Yes. There's arranged marriages. Yeah. And then there's marriages of people who fall, who just fall in love no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. and they will do whatever it takes to make it work, right? Yeah. So, but then there's like marriages of convenience. There's there's arranged marriages where like the rules are set. Okay. Mm-hmm. You are married. Okay. Once you have children, you <laughs> deal lock, with it. Yeah. You lock your dick away and you don't use it again, basically. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. That's, yeah. it's so painfully true. But it's, it's, it's absolutely true. It's yeah. It's painfully true. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, but then, like, you're like, and then you stay married no matter how fucking miserable, miserable you are. Yeah. And uh, you don't want to get divorced. Getting divorced is like a disgrace. Exactly. Yeah, that's what arranged marriages are built upon. Especially in like really orthodox, like cultural groups. Exactly. Not even religious groups. Mm-hmm. Like like very orthodox cultural like mindsets. Yeah. It's like this is how it is. It's not even a matter of religion. It's a matter of honor, and you will disgrace the family. Yeah. And like, how dare you be a slut? Like all that shit. You can't get divorced and go fuck some other guys. Yeah. And the next thing you know, your father kills you. Yeah, because they look at East Indian people, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, there's. That's, a, that's not a joke. That's a reality. That's a reality. That's a reality. Like, I mean, like, you disgrace the family and your parents, like, honor kill you. Yeah. Like, that's a reality in some cultural groups. Yeah, there's also. Yeah, because, like, if you look at um, East Indian people, for example, right? Mm-hmm. There is, like, uh, like, look at, like, if you go look, pick it, like, take a sample of, like, a, a hundred marriages yeah in our our parents age group right mm-hmm. let's go to, go to surrey or, or like vancouver for example right how many of those hundreds are like the mar- the marriages are so broken but they're still yeah. together but they're miserable together yeah but they will absolutely miserable but they will not get divorced i feel like saying hundreds is lowballing that number by like oh yeah obviously fucking 100 that, that's that's one sample but if you take yeah. a sample of 100 right but yeah but if you take all of them mm-hmm. yeah there's like there's gonna be that's what that would leads to domestic violence. Yeah, that that's what leads to like, you know, the the husband hitting the the, the wife is in front of the children. They beat the children. And then they lead they lead to alcohol alcoholism. And like there's it's a huge reality of of not just I think like I said not just the Indian community but like hardcore Orthodox communities. I think they're they're yeah. all like that. They're all like that. Especially I mean there there is a reality between I, I the divides Western. Orthodox and Eastern Orthodox in the arranged marriages are more prominent in Eastern Eastern cultures. East, Eastern cultures, yeah. So that does cause more of a problem in what you're talking about. Yeah. But I mean, that's no different than somebody, like you said, like a, uh, like if you look in the Western world, say even 200 years ago, where you had to get married to a suitor who was, he's a good boy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the, the friggin' Jane Austen shit. Yeah. That's the, he's a good guy. That's mm-hmm. a good, you should get married to that guy. Yeah, he's tall. He is, he's tall. He has he's a got long, good he has, teeth. Yeah, he has, he has a long stride. <laughs> yeah, he has a long stride, so yeah. he'll give you many children. Yeah. He's a good boy. Good boy. Which one of the daughters? Which one wants him? You Amongst you daughters, yeah. all you Emma and all your little sisters and shit, yeah, exactly. figure out who's going to marry yeah, that yeah. guy. Oh, she has wide birthing hips. Yeah. yeah, wide birthing hips. Yeah. And all of a sudden they get married. It's no different, really. I mean, it's a, it's a small community, and they have a little bit, they have the illusion that, oh, we did it on our own. We, we fell in love. We courted. No. You know, he was a suitor. He courted me, and we got married. It's like, no, that's pretty much an arranged marriage. No. You, yeah, you, you know, I, 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 
And then um, he lost a leg to gangrene in the war. Yeah, exactly. And now he's dead. Yeah. You know? I, I, I can that to uh, launch control in a car. <laughs> yeah. Okay, do, do, you know, do you know where I'm going with this? I do know where you're going yeah, with so this. Yeah, so like the first gear is done for you. Yeah. So like that, but the, but the rest of the stuff, yeah. that's all, everything that's else all is up you. to you. Yeah. yeah, that's all you. Yeah. You don't have to clutch down nope. to get that thing to the, not stall. Yeah, the car will just do everything for you. But after that, it's on you. After that, the, the, if, if you, you don't know how to drive, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the rest of the, if you want to get zero to 60 in a quick time, the launch yeah. control will get you to the first part, yes. get you going. And then after that, it's totally up to you to, get, to, totally up to, to you. get it under three seconds. That's rough, man. And that that's rough because that is that is such a – we're start, starting to sound like a broken record, but it's such a reality mm-hmm. in that type of marriage. It's just yeah. like almost – I would almost say all marriages. All marriages. Eventually, it's like even the love, right? That's like a, a kind of launch control. You're lost. Your libido gets you there. Mm-hmm. You know, like you meet somebody in a bar. I, another thing I was reading about, like how do you – I think I was Reddit as well. How do you in 2019 or 2018, whatever it is, how do you approach somebody and signal signal to them that you have intent, uh, like sexual intent with that person mm-hmm. without being creepy? Yeah. That's called asking somebody on a date. Yeah. How weird is that? The in, like now the the conversation nobody knows. There is, yeah, there has been a paradigm shift on like uh, like how like how what used to be called just asking, asking someone, someone out. on a date. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or without sounding like. I just I want to have sex with you immediately. Yeah, but that's all it is. That's yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. When what? you ask somebody out on a date, you are now signaling that you intend to court them for the purpose of of having children. Yeah. And or just fucking. Yeah. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. But like people actually have to like really find the right line of dialogue to ask somebody else, "Hey, so like, how do I let somebody know I want to have sex with them that's not creepy?" It's like that's called asking them on a date, dummy. Yeah. Yeah, that's the weird, messed up world we're in now. I know, man. Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta dumb it down to like, you want to hang out, want to go grab something, and then yeah. yeah, just keep it simple. But even then, you might screw it up. Like we happen to know a guy who um is probably listening. <laughs> who's who's gonna who's gonna know exactly who I'm talking about? But he was telling me how he kind of may have possibly ruined his opportunity with somebody by saying by calling him a homie, like over and over again. Hey, buddy, what's up, homie? What's happening, G? <laughs> it was like it seemed like they were hanging out, and he he accidentally friend zoned this person, and the whole thing was like the person afterwards, like she was like, "Well, like what the fuck, man? Like really, I thought we were gonna do something here. Like I thought we were gonna like get a relationship. Like you know, we're gonna start a match. We're gonna light a match." Yeah, if, if she said that, that there's your in. Yeah, and then take, yeah, take, take take advantage. But I think that person asked another another friend of theirs, and then the whole thing was weird. But this this dude was like, "Oh, I didn't even realize I was doing it because that's just yeah. how I am." And I realized then after he said it. I had to go back and think to myself how often I've done that mm-hmm. in in potential like situations where I was hanging out with somebody who all I might have had to say is like, hey, you want to go to drink sometime? And mm-hmm. Next thing you know, we're dating. Yeah. But instead, I'm like, what up, homie? Reading comic books lately? I like comic books. I'm going to go draw later. And I just walk away because I'm like oblivious to this shit sometimes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But like that's that kind of thing. It's like that's your launch control. Once you ask somebody out, that lust kind of happens. Yeah. You end up dating, and then that's almost like an automatic start. Yeah. And then you got to know how to keep that from fizzling out. Otherwise, yeah. you're gonna find yourself alcoholic, miserable in a ten-year relationship that you just kind of fell into, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like there's. Uh. I just think that it's. Yeah, because you can't, you can't any relationship, whether it's um, whether it's uh, marriage, whether it's friendship, um, dating, uh. Whatever it is, right? You mm-hmm. can't. The number one thing you want to avoid is let, allowing it to get stale. Yeah, and that's that's like harder. That is, I think, than people yeah, realize. That is a commitment between two people, no matter what. Yeah. Like even like uh, um. 
any like in any relationship like with your with your friends or with your uh your 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 wife or husband or yeah. whatever your partner whatever it is right here's an example uh not to keep like like interrupting here i had the same thing happening with the food recently mm-hmm. where i realized my diet was getting boring mm-hmm. and then i had to do things to actually spice my diet up to yeah. make sure i wasn't getting bored of eating i know you, I, you I gotta would, do that would, relationship yeah, I, yeah I, I did the same thing too yeah yeah yeah, so to your point, yeah, you got to find ways to do that. Yeah, you, and like anything, like whether even the, even their like long distance relationships or whatever, mm-hmm. drop a line. Yeah, uh, you know, don't text, call person, mm-hmm. and uh, be I, be active. Yeah, because be I, there. Yeah, because I I hate texting. Yeah, I I do it for like three things. I think I it, it, text you for the time that we're gonna do this. Yeah, like yeah, that stuff is like yo, because that's that's utilitarian. It's utilitarian. I reply to texts that come to me, mm-hmm. and uh, I send texts. As an alert to people for certain things on a timer. Yeah. Then, like, because there's certain things I'm, we have to, I have to do with clients or whatnot that go out automatically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to communicate with somebody that you give a shit about. Yeah. Texting is pretty dumb. Texting is dumb. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. I think like even like when even when I call you, like, even if you don't pick up the phone, you mm-hmm. will call. You call me back. I do call you back. Yeah, exactly. So like um like I think that's, I think people and I've talked we've talked about this we talked about this years ago like the um. The lost art of just phoning someone. Yeah, of making a phone call. You know, the, any idea, like the the most, like the your like your the favorite your favorite word mm-hmm. should be your own name. <laughs> no, that's narcissistic. <laughs> my favorite word should be my own name. Yeah, really? Like, How well, so? Because like the, the the word you want to hear the most. Yeah, should be your own name from somebody else. Yeah, if someone's talking to you, if I'm yeah. talking in a sen- sentence. Yeah. If I'm talking about something, and I mention your name. Mm-hmm. What, what what's gonna cause your eyebrows to go like this? Probably your name, right? Well, now that you say it, they will. You know what I'm saying? But, but in general, I don't like. For me, I, that's not something that ever. Like like for example, right? I'm like I'll talk about something. I'm like I'm like Vic. What do you think? And you're gonna be like, oh. Oh yeah, because you perk up when yeah. you hear your own name. You do perk yeah, up. Yeah, you'll bit. be like, and so like uh, um, or like uh, yeah, it's any in any situation where you're talking about when you're talking to a person, if you can like if you just uh. Don't say, okay, buddy, what are you going to be doing, right? Like, yeah. like, Vic, what are you doing tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that carries more volume. I see than what saying, you mean in that yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to, that, that, that is a good trick to get somebody to, like, perk up. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I, I, that's why I, I always, I never say, um, dude, bro, buddy. <laughs> well, you hate the term dude. I hate that term. Yeah. I, I, it's the bane of my existence. But I'm like, really bad for homie. <laughs> I've been using that since I was nine mm-hmm. years old and never looked back. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm bad for that one. And word, I use I use that as well as as like a hello like a hey, word. What do you think about this? Yeah, like, it just comes out mm-hmm. since I was nine. Yeah, like nine or ten when I moved to Edmonton, it just like got, became a part of my lexicon and just stuck. Yeah, I think I think when you call people by their names, it's like it's it's, uh, yeah, your 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 dialogue is more. Uh, yeah, between it, friends anyway. It is yeah, like it, it just your dialogue is more um, upfront. Yeah, and it uh it, it just makes it makes the conversation flow better. Yeah, I will I will say that like if you said that. Or um, like especially like one of the great conversationalists in our group, friend of the show, Raji, yeah, who just loves talking the phone, and he's good at it. He yeah. enjoys and he carries the conversation really well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys say my name during a conversation, mm-hmm. I don't take it in a weird way, but I mean, like I've worked in too many weird, like weird corporate security kind of like worlds, like large corporate management kind of thing, where mm-hmm. when people say that, it's like tactically read in a book mm-hmm. to like get your attention, yeah, and it becomes insincere to me. Yeah. So like when I hear somebody outside my circle of friends, I'm like, Vic, what do you think about this? Like, what do you think about this cup of tea, Vic? Vic, do you like that cup of tea? I'm like, God, just stop saying it, because mm-hmm. I know what you're doing. You're trying to like, you're trying to make this weird Darren Brownie NLP thing happen. Yeah, there's not working yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, right? there's a way it can come off as like uh, douchey um, and douchey. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And like right? Trying too like, hard yeah, to be Vic. 
like uh, Vic, what what do you think about like? But like, if you are, if you're having a casual conversation with your friends, yeah, exactly. You have to have like. Uh, I always call people by their names. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a good a good thing to keep in your head too. Yeah. Like that's a very like respectful way to to keep somebody engaged, like yeah. your friends engaged in a conversation or feel like they're a part of the conversation. Yeah, exactly. I think it's uh, I think it's, um, and you. I, I think when you the more and more you do that, the more like the dialogue yeah. comes out, and you're like, you know what? Uh, comes across as sincere. As, and, as sincere. Yeah, yeah. And, and caring. So, and caring. Yeah. yeah. I I think it is. It is, man. Mm-hmm. I, I think it does. I think there are certain people that um that also are just good at keeping your interest mm-hmm. like they're there that's the maybe that the opposite of opposites track like like-minded people attract because mm-hmm. you give it you you care about the same thing like we have the same interests we have the same problems and worries and fears right yeah like uh the one thing i can't do is have a conversation with somebody who doesn't know how to end a conversation yeah because then i'm just dreading about how long this is gonna drag on yeah i'm for. saying yeah i'm saying there i'm like i'm like oh god I know. like the verbal cues the verbal cues yeah, yeah. well well, you know, it's like what well, that means okay, we're well, done talking. Exactly. Okay. Well, um, what else you got there? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. So, what else do we have here? Good. Uh, good. Good segue at Backside Attack. Yeah. The um. Yeah. Um. I was uh. Oh, what was it? Um. Before we get, jump into something, uh, I want to get your opinion because I'm thinking about getting this series. Oh. Um, Batman Dark Metal. I would do it. Have yeah, you read it? I would, I would do. I I haven't read it. The way I should read it, uh-huh. I've dabbled in it. Um, Dan, Dan actually did the whole thing on YouTube because you know how people read it and they put the whole thing on YouTube. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did it on there, and he just loved it. He 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 loved that so much he started reading it. Dan and Greg goes there. Okay, yeah. so it's good. it's a good run. Okay, it's a good run. It's got like a, a sequel series coming out now. I think. Yeah, it looks. I was watching a um, complex explained that guy who does it on on YouTube. Yeah, that um and uh, I think he, that's what he watched. Yeah. I think that's it's like it's like a seventeen minute video. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's big crazy. One. Yeah, and so I was watching that and I was like, "Holy shit!" This For looks- people who don't know, it's the man who laughs. It's like the the what was it the the Batman the he Batman, gets infected yeah. by Joker's uh, toxin. Joker's toxin, right? Yeah, that's the one that you want to get into. Yeah, I think yeah, it's called dark. And then there's like the, there, there's an nth metal that uh, exists or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's um. Well, yeah, it's it's what's his name? The guy who came up with the uh, the metal man and whatnot, isn't it? Yeah, like I think so. Yeah, what was his name? I don't know. T.O. Morrow, Dr. Morrow. Yeah, Dr. Morrow, yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, I know very little, mm-hmm. but I, from what I saw, I was like, okay, if I read this, I would I would read it cover to cover. Yeah, I would I would like to. I yeah. haven't read enough DC in about five years, mm-hmm. so I really don't know which, like, how it started, but it looks like it's really, it's a fun read, especially yeah. the, the Batman Who Laughs kind of stuff. It looks yeah. really cool. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I'm, that's one thing I'm going to, I'm going to try to get into. Yeah, give it a go. Yeah, when uh, I get back from New York, I'll be, uh, that's probably what I'm going to be doing. That's coming soon, huh? Two weeks? Two weeks until New York. Back in the New York groove. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait. What do Man. you want? What do you want from there? Uh, really nothing. I'm no, pretty wh- good. I want, want your happiness. I want you to go and enjoy. I, I know want that. You to, I want stories. I want photographs and stories. You want, but sh- not like selfies because selfies bum me out. Do you want? Oh no, I'm not. I'm not taking any selfies. Yeah, don't do that. Do you want a? You want a shot glass? Yeah, why not? For right. sure, that works for me. Cool. Yeah, or a magnet. I like magnets. I'll get you a magnet. I like magnets because okay. you can find them in the airport and they're always they're always cool. No, I'll get you one from like a really like rundown store. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From a bodega or something. Ah, uh, bodega magnets. Yeah. Yeah, those are like they got like bottle openers and shit in bodegas. Yeah. Bodega magnets are pretty great. Yeah. Uh, hey, sticking with DC though, mm. uh, looks like Will Smith will not commit to Suicide Squad. Okay. Play on words. I made a pun there. No, he's actually not going to be in it at all. He's walking away. James Gunn took it over, right? Uh, I have no problem with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I don't think. Uh, I thought he was okay, but um, I'm not watching that movie for Will Smith. No, I, I, or, I, or Margot Robbie. 
no, I honestly, I just, uh, I think, I, have I made my point clear about my opinion of Will Smith on this on on this podcast? I think you have, but why don't you uh, remake that point, okay. revisit that topic? Um, I find Will Smith uh, mm. to be annoying, obnoxious, obnoxious, uh, overplayed, he, overplayed, um, overhyped. He is. How do I put this without? I don't fucking care. He's um <laughs> the uh, Will Smith is like he's just he's in love with Will Smith so much. Will Smith is in love with. I think Will Smith is in love with being Will Smith. Yeah, and that yeah, yeah that's irritating. And every time he opens his mouth, I'm just like I'm like sh- shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I'm like I'm like shut up. I'm the like, courage. Like I understand yeah, the you courage have. and like, the courage that you have to talk this shit about Will Smith. Yeah, it's just he's like he's. Like, I understand he's so positive. He wants to say like yeah, conquer your fears and all that shit. I'm yeah. like yeah, okay, yeah, fine. Like honestly, like, yeah, you want me go, to go do on? it. Yeah, go uh, fine. I I can do that. I'll go on YouTube. But guys, don't be scared of anything. Uh, just go do. Woo! Yeah, like woo, jump out of an airplane, all that shit. Yeah, <laughs> woo! yeah, woo. Yeah. You ain't no Ric Flair. Yeah, exactly. You're not Ric Flair. You're not Ric Flair. Ric Flair owns that woo. You don't exactly. own that woo. He, Ric Flair would jump out of an, air, an airplane with three with three aliens. <laughs> three as he, as he calls them. Alien call girls. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I just can't stand Will Smith. I don't. I don't think he's. I think he's past his prime. Uh, um, I will. I will. I, I can't say that I agree with you in how you feel because you're like you're pretty down on Will Smith. Yeah, I'm like I have no gray area when it but comes to people like, I, a, like actors and stuff. Yeah, like I'm that. not. I'm not like a gigantic Will Smith. I like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh yeah, the yeah, show was yeah, great. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm talking about Will Smith now as a as a human in 2019. Yeah, exactly. Will Smith, Fresh Prince. He's finished. I could have a Fresh Prince marathon. Easy. Yeah, I thought it was a great show. Yeah, but I could watch Bad Boys One and Two, no problem. Hey, Bad Boys Two is 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 not great, but Bad Boys One is kind of a steaming pile of garbage. It is, yeah. It's it, it's a terrible movie. It's a horrible movie, but, but it's, it's but, but it's, it's entertaining. Fun. Yeah, but it's entertaining. Yeah, it, it's, it's a terrible it's, movie. It's entertaining. It's, it's, it's so like it's so badly shot. If you watch Bad Boys One right now, you won't know why you liked it so much. Yeah, like it'll it'll blow your mind that you thought that was a great movie. Yeah, it's terrible. It does have incredible sound though. Oh yeah, you have to if you have it if you listen to it in DTS, it's like it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's actually really good. But but the movie itself, the is movie is, it's it's terrible. Like it's it, really fucking. Like I'm, there's one scene in the, they're in the hangar and stuff like that at the at the end of the the, the last the shootout big scene, shootout. The big shoot. It, it, he tries to be John Woo in that uh, he has all these like jump in the air with two guns and yeah. shit flying. Everywhere. It's so badly. Well, that done. was Michael Bay's John Woo. Like, oh god, uh, John Woo phase. Yeah. Terrible. It is really bad, <laughs> but it's entertaining. But I do know what you mean when you say like he's in love with Bill Smith. Yeah, it's like remember that one like that one phase. I think it's still there, but it's not as as prominent it was when Tom Cruise at the couch jump shit, and he was like Tom Cruise at the cruisiest. Yeah, and he's like the cruisiest. Yeah, and you would see him do things, and he would do that thing where he's like the thing where they say your name. Yeah, he would do that to people, and you're like, I don't like this guy at all. Like that's a weird dude, but his movies are fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm like that with Will Smith. Yeah, the thing is, like, I don't mind his movies, but I do think he is a little in love with being Will Smith. Yeah, and I think I, I can't I can't stand that about people. Yeah. who are like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, like Tom Cruise, I think Tom Cruise is actually I think he he's actually I think he's a little cracked. I think he's cracked. But <laughs> I, I think, think he's I'm, a little cracked. But on on the flip side of that, I think he's I think he is generally a good person. I yeah. I, don't I know. guess like to other I people, know. I think I like think he, I think he's kind to people. I think he's kind to people because yeah. if he's not, then Zenu will send him somewhere he doesn't want to be. Yeah, so I think uh, 
but him and Will Smith are both they're both kind of fucked up. Yeah, they're both kind of messed up. Yeah, but they are like a mega star celebrity. Like, what can they actually do anymore? Well, the thing is, too, they is can't that, do normal people shit unless it's with other crazy people. Well, but that's the thing, right? If you are if you are in ensconced in that Hollywood good uh, word, um, I got it from George Costanza. Nice. The um, the Hollywood velvet. Yeah. If, if you're, you're ensconced in the Hollywood velvet, it's, it's going to drive you crazy at yeah. some point. If you, especially when you've been exposed to it that long, like how long is Tom Cruise has been popular in there since 1985? Well, when was Diner? Diner was like the first one, right? Or the Outsiders? Oh, the, okay, but but he's been like a list since 1985. I think he's been a list since the Outsiders. If you read, there's a there's an interview that I remember reading about like um like at that time in in that era. Well, I think like C. Thomas Howell or somebody is talking about how the people he had around him then. Yeah. He was like teaching the guys to do push-ups and don't take shit from the public from the, okay, uh, from so, yeah, the producers. Yeah, so even worse. Like, yeah, like it's it's been like I think from day one. So like, and so, like, so that's like what, let's say nineteen eighty three for example, right? Yeah. He's been like a list, right? Yeah. Go fast forward. Like, that's from nineteen eighty three to two thousand nineteen. He has been a list. Yep. So he's been surrounded by people. He's been doing these things, to, and he's been in fucking Scientology all that shit. Yes, man. That's that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna, that's gonna, gonna break gonna, your brain. It's gonna break your brain. And I think Will Smith has like not caught the outbreak of that, but he is definitely has he has he has some of that has has infected his brain. Tom Cruise is definitely the outbreak monkey. Oh, hands he's, down, he he's is, yeah. definitely the outbreak monkey. Yeah, but Will Smith is infected. He's infected. Yeah, that, there's a weird. That's weird, right? I mean, like who else? Who else at that level comes across that insincere? As insincere. I don't think Will Smith is insincere. I think he generally loves himself. But I kind of feel like Tom Cruise a little bit, like, I think some of that is insincere. I don't buy it. I just don't buy it all the time. Well, the, 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 you know the reason why it's hard to buy hmm. is because he's always laughing and smiling. Yeah. He laughs at See, everything. The other guy who laughs and smiles when I buy it is Clooney. I buy it with Clooney. I think that's Clooney. I think Clooney is a dude you see all the time. I don't think he gives a shit. I no, think no, no, Siri no, to be George, okay. George Clooney does not give a shit He does at not all. give a shit. No, he's, he doesn't give a, sh- give a shit at all. I think he's... Um, he rose through the ranks. Um, he was on. Uh, he was an extra on um, uh, Street Hawk. <laughs> oh do you wow! That, do you remember that show? I do remember Street Hawk. I remember. I saw That's it, old school, dude. Yeah, I remember because I think who did this? The music for that? I think was it Kraftwerk? Who did the? No, who someone? Uh, some famous electronic band did the did the theme song for it. I think Kraftwerk did. Maybe. I yeah. mean, because that was when like uh, what's his name from from Police did like the Equalizer and shit. Like yeah. there was like some pretty big names. Yeah, and doing I, TV sitcom or TV 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 show dramas like. Like action drama theme songs, right? Yeah, on YouTube. Okay, this is on YouTube. Yeah, just uh, if it you might know it, graph work. Yeah, if you if you know it, list it below. But like Street Hawk, Street Hawk. Yeah, I remember my brother and I used to love that show because my brother loved the, the music in it. Yeah, yeah. And my brother's a huge like he's like he's he's like me he's like he's a huge music fan and he's like Street Hawk is the motorcycle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Street Hawk was the bike. I remember God, the, the theme song is is like I I can't even do it, but like but yeah, it was crazy. You wanna know what the most underrated theme song was? Yeah. Uh what's it called? Hard Castle McCormick. I used to oh. fucking love that oh, theme that right? song when the car would like the whole. The, I, I don't know if we can because we're on YouTube now. We can't hum it, but when that fucking the coyote, when the coyote would jump shit and oh, hear yeah. the theme song and yeah. they did, like the buddy sequences. Oh yeah, that's fucking, right. I yeah. loved Hardcastle McCormick. Yeah, that um, obviously Knight Rider was unreal. It's uh, it all had that like kind of like uh, like that electronic vibe to it. Also like like well, Hardcastle McCormick was like a like a rock pop rock, hit. Rock pop hit. <laughs> it was yeah. pretty good. Exactly. But yeah, like like Knight Rider, all those shows had a cool like electronic like nerve they would hit. Yeah. That you're like earwormy shit where you're super into it. Yeah, I think um yeah, I and the thing is like but the sad thing is like eighties T V shows majority of them, the popular ones that we watch, are almost completely have been rendered completely unwatchable now. 
Uh, I tried. Yeah, them, yeah, exactly. A lot. Like Knight Rider is is fun, but still kind of weird. Like yeah. it, it gets a little bit weird. Yeah, it's like um, I I couldn't watch like a whole episode of it. Um, it's I think like, the ones that like Simon and Simon, that was all right. Like because they weren't out there. The storylines weren't out there. The technology didn't get dated. Yeah, and plus like the storylines are, are are still relevant. Like I yeah. I, can, I can relate to this, right? But like, dude, fucking Barney Miller is mm-hmm. on CW. Every Saturday, two episodes. Yeah, back Barney Miller is unreal. Barney Miller is a half-hour sitcom that could easily exist today mm-hmm. with the same storylines. Yeah, and the the writing was so good and the acting was so good. It's incredible, yeah. man. It's an incredible TV show. Like as far as sitcoms go, like it was a really good one. Yeah, I think. Uh, what else was there? Was good. yeah, and, and then like the, the classics. Night Court. Night Court. Like Night Court could exist today. Yeah, d- it's like, not dated. Dan, Dan is like unbelievable. Like he's oh, the Me Too movement would crush that guy. Oh yeah. And he wouldn't give a shit. He'd be like, "He oh, wouldn't even care. He would oh, roll off you. his back because he yeah. was such a sleazeball. ball." Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's uh, and like Three's Company I can still watch. Um, Dallas, yeah, there's a lot Dallas of really I can still watch yeah, shows. Yeah, because... but they're not dated by the tech though. They're not, they're not dated by weird outlandish storylines. No, yeah. like the um, I can still enjoy all the pastel colors from like I, one show I could still watch to this day. Probably my fa- my favorite '80s TV show would be Miami Vice. Miami Vice is pretty rad. Yeah, Miami Vice. I mean, even even though it's kind of corny by the way it looks by today's standards, yeah, it's still like a nostalgic hit to the heart. Yeah, the thing is too is that it's shot to the heart. Yeah, shot to the heart. <laughs> I just find that the way it looked it and, was awesome, and, and where it was and where it was situated, it was perfect. Oh, yeah. oh, it, was, yeah. it was perfect. The music, the the outfits, everything yeah. pastel colors, hundred percent accurate. White like white Corvette, like it, and it was it's white uh, Ferrari. It yeah. was it was you couldn't make a better show. In and my the opinion, music. Anyway. Yeah. Fuck, the music was so good. It was crazy. Like, everything about it felt authentic. Yeah. It felt like like when you would see uh, the weird shots where they'd be in, in James Olmos' office. Yeah. And the, the light would hit through the window. The window. In, in that, uh, what are they called? The blinds? The blinds. And the smoke in the air and the fans and shit. You're like, oh, it's gross in there. It's crazy. Everybody's probably smoking. Edward James Olmos probably smells bad because he's been sitting in a hot office all day long. Yeah, he's God sweating damn. and stuff like that. And then... uh. Um, his fucking face is melting. Yeah, I know. I didn't, think, I didn't get. I didn't get hooked on that show until my female. All my female cousins were like, they were addicted to that show. Don Johnson. Yeah, and then I heard one song from there, and uh, Crockett's theme. No, you know what it was? Mm. Uh, okay. Well, there was two songs. Number one was Glenn Fry, "You Belong okay. to the City." Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and then uh, that is that is a very Miami Vice song. Yeah, and then uh, the it's one a very Crockett song. Yeah, and then I heard uh, the one song that that pretty much changed my musical life forever. And that was Never Let Me Down Again by Depeche Mode. I, uh, I, heard I absolutely uh, knew it was me, Depeche Mode. Yeah, I heard it. I was like, what the hell is this? And, like, <laughs> and then my cousin's like, you got to hear it. Head like, popped he's, up. He's, yeah, he's like, I'm like, what is this song? And he's like, and it was a remix. Oh, and, no way. And, and I was like, what is this? And he's like, he goes, you have to hear the original. So he dragged me to his, and then we went to his house, and he's like, here, listen to this. And I was after that, I was like, make me a mixtape. <laughs> make you. You, yeah, you make me a mixtape. Yeah, and you know, all this the I best know, Depeche Mode stuff. Yeah, do you know how old I was? I was nine. Yeah, probably because yeah. I mean that's that's how old I was. Yeah. yeah, I buy that. I was like, yeah, and I was like, I'm like, make me, uh, yeah, but that that dials back to like how impressionable you can be when you're a kid. Oh yeah, I mean that's just it. Like I think that's the reason our generation stuck to that '80s so hard. Yeah, because like it was, I mean, it was loud. It, it was a cool. It was loud. It was a cool looking era. A cool looking decade. Had incredible music. Yeah, it all kind of like sticks around today. And it was it was all visual and like you're just like yeah, you're it was just, an assault you're, on your senses. You're just you're just, so, you're just sucking everything in like, and it's yeah. like just taking everything. It in. It was black and white and hot pink and neon blue and yeah, it was just loud and like just uh, weird computer shit. And dire was, Straits was making computer generated videos and shit. Yeah, Cindy Lauper was going hard and uh, like it was just and it was just so many like God. 
Like it was the just, Goonies are good enough. Yeah, it wasn't all about like it was all about it was literally all about music. It was not about the shit that's going on right now. It's all about like making great music. I I, th- I mean don't don't get me wrong. I think a lot of that shit was about what was happening right then and there. there no, was, it, there was a lot of that. Yeah, but like yeah. the um, but the but remember Nikita. But yeah, but the, but yeah, but there was um, a <laughs> the Cold War happened. Yeah, but there, there was a lot of like uh, reactionary music, right? Like yeah, yeah, that's right. There was yeah. a lot of reactionary music about the era they were in. But there was also like good, like fun music that sounded oh, yeah. unreal. Yeah, man. Yeah, there was there was a lot of that stuff. Yeah, there's wow. a reason why that music is still being copied today. I feel like I've I've said here before, and I've said to you a lot of times that we are in the remix of the '80s. Oh yeah, right now. If you take the clothing from the '80s and make it all drab, gray, black, and white, and browns, and 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 just throw beards on guys. Because now, like, that means you're a man. If you have a beard these days, you're a man. That's yeah. your that's your man card. Oh, man. Grow a beard, because unless you have a beard, you're not a man. And you yeah. can't do shit. You can't, hit a, you can't hit something with a hammer. You can barely put up a piece of drywall. But you got a beard, so you're a man now. Exactly. Yeah. That's a trend that weirds me out, man. And not because, I, I mean, I don't really generally grow a beard, and I have no hair on my head at all. <laughs> but just the idea of that. Like, I know enough people that there's two kinds of guys with beards. I'm going on a rant, because it just kind of happened. There's the guys who have the beard, because they're kind of lazy and like, oh, whatever. Fuck it. I'll just groom it. I just don't want to shave it. And there's guys out there who do it because it's fashionable. Mm-hmm. It's a thing to do to make you look like that's what a man is. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Like, I find that really odd. Yeah. But we are in the remix of the 80s, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's, it's not a good remix, but... Uh... But it's the best one we got. It's the remix that we have. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? We have Back to the DC Universe. So, okay. okay, so Will Smith, who you hate, is not going to be in the Suicide Squad. Yes. But uh, you know how there's all those ta- all that talk about, um, what's his name, Michael B. Jordan? How he might play Superman? Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like if, if anybody reads comics, there was during um, uh, Infinite Crisis, which is the most recent version of Christ on Infinite Earths, uh, when they had the whole world coming down and all that kind of shit, there was the Calvin Her- or Calvin Ellis version of Superman, who's essentially Obama. Yeah. And he's like, if I'm going to do it, I'll do that. I'll play that version of Superman. Mm-hmm. So everybody kind of went nuts, and people were throwing things out there, and then CBR put this thing out that said there's never been like a... Like, you can't really have a, a black Superman. There's never really been a, a, a multiracial or a black Superman. It's weird. And then Dean Cain is like, what about me, motherfuckers? I'm half Japanese. I'm not white. I don't identify as white. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Dean Cain is the Asian Superman. Yeah, but... Everybody forgets about that. Yeah, but he, was, he wasn't picked to be Superman because he was Asian. No, he is picked to be Superman because he looked like Superman. He looked, he looked like Superman, He looked like right? Clark yeah, Kent. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so He's an overlooked Superman, though. Dean Cain? Yeah, I thought Lois and Clark was a great show. Great show. I thought it was an enjoyable program. He was a good. I thought he's a good Clark Kent. What is he doing now? Uh, not a lot. I mean, he did this on Fox News. I think he's kind of like a righty tighty these days. Okay. Like he's uh he's one of those uptight right fighters, oh. right right wingy kind of a guy. Oh, so he went the uh, tennis water junior route. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, I, I don't think so. He was on Supergirl recently. We played her father. Oh, okay. So he's in that uh, in that multiverse, I guess. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I remember, yeah, Antonius Abada Jr. What a what a total fall from grace. What what a weird one, man. I like, mean, he was like he he was that era's he was Antonio Sabato Jr. was Antonio Sabato Jr.'s era of what Brad Pitt was. Yeah. Like he was that in shape. Guys liked him because he was cool. Chicks liked him because he was attractive. Yeah. He could do martial all. arts. Yeah. He had it all. He had it all. And he just like went crazy. He went crazy. <laughs> he went fucking nuts. He uh yeah because he. Went because you know why? He went. He followed Donald Trump. He followed Trump. He went all Trumpy. Yeah. Hey, you know who else followed Trump? Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen. Oh, okay. So we don't talk about politics much here, no. but this just happened. No. This happened yesterday. Yes. And uh, you you watched the highlights. Yeah, I watched. What did you think? Okay, so okay, this is what, um, 
I won't go too much into it. Um, no, we'll we'll do it as entertainment, not as like like a news rehash. We're not rehashing the news. Yeah. So I thought the um, if you if you watched it, there's two sides of it. The way mm. the, the way that when he, that way that he was, I guess um, the way he was atta- not attacked, but like the way he was um, interrogated, uh, interrogated, questioned, and um, the Democrats when they were asking him questions, um, they were direct calculated questions they wanted answers damn they it. wanted answers and they but but they had a game plan yeah so they went in um and it felt like a unified game plan it was it, absolutely like yeah. who like who is that um I can't, I can't remember her name the cortez uh lady the young one who's just um, oh yeah just just won her seat yeah yeah her right green green plan yeah i, yeah. I like her she's yeah. great and she she asked cohen direct questions yeah cohen was more than happy to give her all the answers she wanted that seemed like it, right? He disclosed everything. She's like, "Yeah, who did this?" He goes, "Who do I get these answers from?" He's like, "If you don't have them," he's like, "I do not have the answers." But he goes, "He goes, who would?" Yeah. And he didn't say like he didn't say I'll have to get back to you on that. He's like, "No." He goes, "Yeah, you can get those from this person, this person, and <laughs> yeah. this person." And everyone who asked him questions, he was like, more than happy to work the Dems. He fucking disclo- <laughs> he fucking disclosed everything. He's saying like a canary. Yeah, he, and he's, yeah, and it's like he um the thing is like, and I and I hate to use that term that he's he's saying like a canary. <laughs> I'll, I'll use it. But that thing is, he didn't. He has the look of a guy who just does not give a shit anymore. Yeah, he was. Um, he's, he's accepted his lot in life. He's like, he goes, I will. He goes, what has <laughs> happened? What has happened to me is a total disgrace. Yeah. He goes, I have. I goes, uh, I deserve everything I'm getting. He goes, I'm going to jail. I'm going to prison. Yes. And uh, and he's. Uh, he goes, I am. He goes, I have nothing to hide. Well, who asked him that? I was because well, you saw highlights. Yeah. I was working and it was on. Yeah. So I got to watch the entire thing. And I don't know how the highlights look to you, but when you watch the entire thing, it seemed like he was very eager to work with the Dems. That was cool, but he was also kind of like bashed by the Republicans. Well, the the thing I think the reason why he was bashed by the Republicans well, is obvious that reasons. yeah, because like I think well, number one, they want to they're 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 pushing their own agenda to like make yeah. sure, and to discredit him. Yes. So they were just saying like. Their their game plan was just to call him a liar. Yeah, you've been you're a convicted liar. Yes, that, so that's like, what it was. That's that 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 was the whole game plan. There was not one. Here's guy, a man. There's convicted a, of lying. Yeah, and you know that chart. Yeah, and it, it, it <laughs> Cohen's like Cohen's like I want to get back to a sense of normality in the in the in the White House and in and in government. Yeah, he goes that chart up there is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean the whole thing seemed really. It was so dumb. It none was of the dumb. Democrat, and none sad. of the Democrats had a chart up or anything like that. They just asked him direct questions because they want answers. Yeah. Because all those answers are going to go to another investigation. Mm-hmm. They're going to go towards the Mueller investigation. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, well, I mean, that's, that's a weird thing here too, though. He did say that he doesn't believe there's any collusion with Russia for any kind of like political reasons. Right. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. So yeah. like, or he just doesn't know. He just doesn't know. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so he wasn't going to lie and said that there was. Yeah. So like, uh, so that was, that was, that was a smart, smart approach by him. Yeah. But one of the, de- one of the Republicans was supposed to ask him a question. And he just said, uh, he goes, uh, and he was like looking for, he had, he only had like a couple of minutes. So he was saying like, he was just yelling at Cohen and Cohen was just sitting there like looking at him. He did, did, Cohen just looked at him. He's like waiting. He's like, yeah, okay. What, what do you got? <laughs> yeah. And he, the guy's like, look, he's like, well, and then he said something and he had to look for it. He's like, I have it right here. And he was looking and then he ran out of time. He's like, well, my time is up now. <laughs> he didn't even have to ask yeah, the so weird, was, right? None of them were prepared at It all. was really weird. Like the entire thing just came across as so odd. And then like Cohen starts crying at one point. Like, what, what would you want to say to your children? Yeah. I just want to tell them I'm sorry. And he starts kind of breaking down. You're like, God, the whole thing was yeah, just that exchange, sad. That exchange when like I asked him about his kids. Yeah. Like, what would you message you give to kids out there? Yeah. That was actually hard to watch. The whole thing is hard to I watch. I was like, whole, I, I actually felt like. 
if, if he's being sincere, yeah, I was like, I just come at, I, I just said, you know what? At this point now, I'm just gonna take him at his word. Just, just, I, I believe him. Like, I'm like that. He's being honest and sincere. I think so. And I just, I, 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 think so. I, I felt like, okay, he, he's gonna go to jail. He goes, he deserve, deserves to go to jail. But mm-hmm. when he was just pouring his heart out and sending the warning to like all the Trump supporters, yeah, he goes. He basically gave him an out, and that was the article that I sent you guys from Microsoft News. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the article was was about. He's the like, one that wouldn't open up there. Yeah, it, it was all about like Trump supporters. Michael Cohen has given you an an, an out. Yeah, just take like it. take it, just take it. Like be cool, be honest. Just say you know what we made we, a bad call. We made we made a bad call. We just we want to get out of here. We want to get out of here. Can we just is it is, is it okay we just leave? Like, can yeah. we just no harm no foul? We'll just walk out of here. Yeah, it's it it was. It was so hard to watch. I was sitting there and I was like, I was watching the, the, that whole thing, and I was like sitting. There, I was like, "Holy shit!" My favorite part might have been when they asked him, like, uh, "What was it? How many people have you have you intimidated, or how many people has he, have he, has Trump sent out has sent you out to to coerce or intimidate in the past ten to years? Fix it, was past like, 10 it was like five hundred or something, so like right? Fifty is like more, more, hundred more, two hundred more, three hundred more, five hundred maybe. maybe. <laughs> it's like holy shit! In ten years, that's a lot. Like if you look at ten years. And he was sent out to intimidate by either like with either like political Political power or or litigation, leverage, litigation, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. He went out and intimidated 500 minimum. Yeah. At least. In 10 years. In 10 years. Like what the like. That's a lot. That's a that's 500 situations. In 10 years. In 10 years. That how much lying do you have to do to like uh, to cover up all that shit? Holy mackerel. How many people you paid off? Like you know, honestly, it's like we don't really think about that. We're like, okay, he lies all the time. Like you know what? If you actually stop and think about like what Trump has done and what his dealings mm-hmm. are, and how many times, like, and based on what Michael Cohen has said, if you want to yeah. take it at face value, yeah, just the amount of shit that the Donald Trump has been involved in, you would have to take it at face value. I mean, you would have to take it as being fact because when you think about the kind, okay, so Trump. I've always said he's not so much like the real estate mogul people thinks he is, but he's an ultimate brand marketing master. Like he's marketed his name. He gives you nothing tangible. Like it's not like where Steve Jobs gave you something tangible to change the world. No. So like he's a he's, name brand. Yeah. Like like Steve Jobs made something for people to use because he thought he could make the world better mm-hmm. through giving you something tangible that you will use to make the world better. Mm-hmm. Whereas Trump just marketed his name yeah. to make himself more popular yeah. or better or gain more gain more cred or whatever or more money yeah more but primarily money. right yeah. but like he's he's a master of marketing that trump name mm-hmm. but like to do that to the amount of money he did to the level he did mm-hmm. you would need to like fuck over a lot, a lot of, people, of people man yeah you have to you have to step over a lot of people yeah and uh just the just the gall of the way he did it is just uh is is mind numbing it's crazy. Yeah. It's so. it's it's insane. Like when you actually start doing the numbers and realize how many people have been ripped off, paid off, scared off, destroyed, destroyed financially, emotionally, Man. psychologically, psychologically. Yeah, how many people he's fucked over. Um, God. Yeah, he, he like. Um, so it makes sense that Trump, that Cohen is probably telling the truth in this point. And I don't think Cohen is ever like a mastermind by any means. I think he's a guy who no. probably had connections and was able to make some phone calls and shit. No, I I, I, I agree with you. I, I think he's um Yeah, he like obviously he lied. Like he, yeah. he lied to Congress. But uh um when a guy is coming to you at, with, with with this information, mm-hmm. uh Republicans should have came in with a better game plan. Because you yeah. know you know if you like if you know that you're just coming in calling him a liar and if you're, if you're doing it in such a like 
if you're doing it such a like old school like white man like saying like oh you know the you know the old saying uh once a liar whatever liar liar pants on fire whatever the fuck it they came say, across right? as sour grapes yeah it is that's yeah. exactly how it came, it came out it, were, it didn't come across as like uh like the democrats seemed like they were all together on one line of questioning yeah like they were all together on what they were going to ask them yeah like, the republicans were all over the place yeah even like what's that guy's name the, the last uh the the, the coat like, like the, uh, what's his name last name jordan that guy Oh, yeah, I know the the brown-haired fellow there. Yeah, that little, guy. The younger-looking dude. Yeah, and he said, yeah. yeah, yeah, this guy's going to prison because he lied. Because he lied. He lied. He lied. He lied. So how can we t- believe him now, right? Well, then that one lady, that one older lady, how she made that whole... She, like, they, she, she walks up with her little clipboard and shit. It's like, I'm just going to ask you one thing. And she goes into a tirade that mm-hmm. she clearly wrote for the last week and a half knowing she's going to be there. Yeah. That was like, how can we believe a man? A man who lied to Congress. A man who's got 15 heads. A man who shits gravel. It's yeah. like, lady, like, you've got, this script is crazy. I know. It came across as just, like, a, a weird attempt to discredit him when the Democrats have done such a good job of using him. Yeah. That, yeah. That's exactly it. That was yeah, weird, but man. The thing is, like, the, the Republicans have no use for him. They want just, they just want to get rid of him. They, they just want him gone. Him. Yeah, you can't, you can't yeah. silence that guy. Their only way to do it was to try to discredit him there. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll make sure we all, we're all on the same page here, right? We're going to call Liar Liar Pants on Fire? Okay, cool. Let's run with that. Yeah, exactly. You see, if you, if you watch the Democrats the way weird. they were the way they were doing it, like pen in hand, asking them asking them questions, running everything down. Yeah, check mark. Check mark. Okay, yeah, good, <laughs> good, good. And they, they probably had his they probably had like the question how he's going to answer it, multiple yeah. choice, and they probably just ticked it off. They yeah. could have handed him an envelope that said like this is how you're going to answer. Don't open until you're done answering. Yeah. And he's like, okay, okay, I'll I'll do that. I'll do that thing where I'll open it afterwards. Right. Okay. Cool. And they ask him all the questions. He opens it up and he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, no, you had my number. You had it. Yeah, it's, you, give, you fucking had me. It's like, holy that, shit. That, they play that, him like a film. That's good Conan uh, impersonation. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? It's pretty <laughs> good. It's hard not to. I think that's an easy impression. Yeah, he's, he has, he's yeah, a Cohen dumpy has, dude. Yeah, because Cohen kind of ha, has jowls. <laughs> he's a jowly guy. I he really is. felt bad for him. I did, I too. was like, this is a dude who clearly, like, he wanted to be gangster. And he was not gangster. He made he made mistakes, man. Yeah, yeah but that's, I've like, I've been in a in in a weird situation in my life where i've gotten to see like an underbelly i've worked with people who are involved in some shit sometimes and then you see certain people who are like mid-ranking players in a game and you wonder how did you get there like you're a fucking moron how did you get to where you are right now Mm -hmm. like who put you there and it's like it's one of the classic cases of middle management get that guy here because he'll do what i say He'll do what I tell him to do, and he has no aspirations to go any higher in this group. Mm-hmm. He just—he's happy being there. He's making money. He's got kids. He's got something to lose. Leave him there because he's a laptop. He'll do whatever the fuck we want him to do. And I felt like that's what Michael Cohen actually was. Yeah, Cohen. Um. Uh. The. Like he got he got a hold of Donald Trump when Donald Trump was hot. Yeah. And um. And he told everybody he's like um um and like you said like Donald Trump is very good at pushing the brand. Yeah. And uh. And, and using right, people. And using people, right? The um, That's what the election was all about, to push his brand. He didn't mm-hmm. expect to win. Yeah, it's weird, right? I mean, like, I know everybody says that, and I I mostly believe that. I, I, I 100% believe that. Yeah, that he didn't intend to win. Yeah, I'm, I mostly buy it. There are times when I think to myself, like, his ego at some point needed to win. But I just don't know if he's that okay, yeah, kind of guy. Okay, that's the, that's the battle that, yeah, that he would be fighting. And, yeah. like, you know, like, my ego doesn't want me to win. But if you look at the way he was, well, he was reacting when he won, and he's like, it was very like, he was very surprised that he won. Yeah, he's like, like that first, this first speech when he won, he came out after Hillary yeah. conceded. Yeah, and I think, um, <laughs> I think with his, uh, uh, um, 
and now that he's in power, yeah. he's trying to. He's like, okay, well, now that I'm in here, what's the best way to like continue continue making uh, money? How, how can I benefit from this? Oh yeah, and that's and the he doesn't problem. know how. He, he doesn't, doesn't know how to benefit. Yeah, from so it. that's why this is. There's so many leaks in this. Uh, in his plan, his master plan to make mm-hmm. money uh, off of being a president. Well, that's just it. Like now he's in that space where he has to create that tangible thing to hand to the people yeah. to make their life better. Yeah, and he doesn't know how to do it. He doesn't know. No, he's 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 an idiot. Yeah, he, he doesn't know how, to, know how to give something back to people to yeah. make them like here's here's the iPhone. Here's yeah, he has no iPhone to give people. Yeah, here's your iPhone. It can do a lot of great things. It can yeah. make movies. You know what? Create content to make the world a happier place. Mm-hmm. He's he can't. He's no. like, I'll give you a wall. I'll separate the border, mm-hmm. and we'll all just hate yeah. dark people. Yeah, yeah, he's probably yeah, he's probably like, hey, what did I, what did I run on? Yeah, <laughs> that everyone wants to say, oh, is it the wall? Okay, I'll push to get the wall done. That's what I'll do the wall, yeah, do. and the wall is never gonna get built. <laughs> it's a lot of wall, man. A, yeah. I don't think people realize how much wall that they, they have a, to that's, build. That's a lot of trips to Home Depot. That's <laughs> a lot of trips to Home Depot, man. Yeah. You gotta pack that truck for a lot of immigrants to come build that. Yeah, wall. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, they're gonna like. It's so weird. I don't know, man. I, I, and it's, it's odd that people legitimately think that's the kind of thing that can just get built. I mean, when you realize that it's what, like 3,000 miles of wall, like it's like 3,000 miles you got to build, or like two, like 28 or whatever it is. Uh-huh. And you've got like 50 miles that are like pretty okay and good to go. Mm-hmm. And the rest go through property, the rest go through. Like places that you can't even fucking build wall. Yep. That you're gonna have to like come into your own. Like you have to go into the U.S. and build on people's fucking farms and shit. Yep. There's natural areas where just like this rivers and mountainous regions, not mountainous regions, but areas where you can't fucking you can't build feasibly there. Yeah. build there. Mm-hmm. It's some weird shit that he wants to do. The money that is gonna, it's not gonna be five point whatever billion dollars. No. Like that's a pipe dream, man. No. You know, the um, yeah, he's just he, he sold a lie, and now yeah. he, and now he has to get to. And the thing is too is that he has to. He has to win. Yeah, <laughs> he has to win. If he does, if, if, yeah, if, if Trump does not win, um, because the thing is, if he does win, mm-hmm. he might be in the clear because then there'll be statute of limitations. Yes. But if he doesn't win, he's clearly he's, he's fucked. Go after that guy. Yeah, he's totally fucked. Yeah, it's fucked up, right? Like they can't take him down if he's president. Yeah. But if he's not president, they can take him down. Yeah, exactly. Because these charges are going to be like from 2000. Yeah, so there'll be a statute of limitations. That's crazy. So yeah. That's great. I, but he loves to campaign, though. So yeah, I mean, he he'll camp- definitely campaign his heart out. Yeah, because he's a, he's a, he's a naturally born orator. He, like, he no, loves- he's not. He's a guy who likes to run his mouth. <laughs> he's not an orator. Obama was an orator. No, I'm not saying he did it well. <laughs> okay, I get, yeah. you get what you mean. Yeah. He's he loves to yap. He loves to yap. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he doesn't have he doesn't have gift of gab, but he does gab. He does gab. Yeah, man, I do like to see him on the podium, like when he does that thing where he'll he'll make a comment, he'll make some sort of weird comment, like the the locker up or. Whatever it is, and he'll turn around, like do his little hand wave to the camera, and yeah. I'll just turn around, and wave his arms in the air, yeah, and be like, "Go on, you crowd, run with it." Yeah. I said it. Yeah, and he's, like, it. he's always like this. He's like, he's always like this. He's got to make his hands look big. Yeah, like this. He's like, uh, yeah, and he's also he's a sweaty mess. Yeah, he's a sweaty. And brings like suits that don't fit him in that stupid red tie. <laughs> Fucking idiot. He's a weirdo, yeah. man. Hey, you gonna watch fights this weekend? Am I watching fights this weekend? Are you going to watch the fights this weekend? Who's fighting this weekend? It's the only card I think in a long time I've been excited for. Which one? Uh, John Jones is going to fight Anthony Smith. Oh, yeah. I heard about that fight. Yeah. 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 Ben Askren is in. Is that so the, is Ben that Askren is fighting Robbie Lawler. Okay, the guy that John Jones fight is the same guy. The, the guy who just doesn't. He, he's like, uh, he came from the uh, same thing, alcohol, alcoholism and stuff like that. And he's like, yep, I have nothing to lose. So Anthony Smith? Yeah. The, is he the guy who he didn't trash talk John Jones at all? Uh, he kind of does. He doesn't really do it in like a hard th- John Jonesy way. Yeah. He just kind of says things like, one way or another, I'll take him down, I'll knock him out, I'll finish him. Okay. Like, he's not really a, a hardcore trash Where are you talker. watching it? 
Uh, I'm, I'm probably just going to wait until it's somewhere that I can witness it without having to pay money. Ah, it. I see. Okay. Right. I'll do that kind of thing. I'm, I'm just more I excited might, to hear what's going to happen. I might meet you there. No, you might meet me there. Yeah. yeah. I'm just more excited to see what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Because uh, Ben Askren's a big one. Uh-huh. Tyron Woodley should be pretty fun, but like it'll it'll really set. I think this fight is the one that's kind of gonna like be able to be like a rebirth for the UFC in a sense. Yeah, a lot of guys here that like doors are open after this one, so we don't know what's gonna happen. Will John Jones fight Brock? Will DC fight Brock? We don't know, right? Oh, I hope John Jones fight. fight I would Brock. love to I'd see love John to see Jones that. fight Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think John Jones gonna beat him up though. I don't think Brock can hang with John Jones. So it's talent and it's talent versus uh bulk. Uh, don't get me wrong, man. Brock Lesnar is incredibly talented. He's he's good, but is he John Jones good? I don't think he's got the same gifts as John Jones. So do you think does John Jones? How much does John Jones weigh? Well, he fights at two hundred five, right? How much is uh, Brock Lesnar? He, he comes in at two sixty five, but he's definitely not two sixty five. Okay, he's closer to three hundred pounds when he fights. It'll have to be a heavyweight fight. Or a super Shit. fight. It will, it will not be a light heavy. It'll, it'll be a super fight. I'm just wondering how that uh, how John Jones is going to handle like that guy just rampaging out of Adam. I just think that John Jones has got defense and striking that can that can work with Brock. I don't know if he can definitely beat him like from the mauling. Like I don't think he's going to get out of there clean. Yeah. I think he's going to get hurt. But if he moves around really well, if he stands up and just keeps standing up, kind of like what uh, Alistair Overeem did, yeah. I think I think he'll be all right. Do you think it'll um, be a we- it'll yeah, be a fun one to watch? Yeah, that, man. that's true. Yeah. Do you think yeah. um, if John Jones went down, let's say he went down one uh one weight class, right? Yeah. And let's say Khabib went up and they fought each other, who'd win that fight? If, if Khabib, won- well, no, that would be two weight classes. He'd two weight class, yeah. It'd be I'd have to have like one, one the catch weight maybe, man. Yeah. I mean that's weird. Well, Khabib doesn't really walk around once at one fifty five though. Yeah, cause like he's a pretty big dude too, right? I think he's taller than I am, and he's definitely like a a wide built guy. He must be walking around at one seventy five, one eighty, yeah. something like that, maybe more. I feel like somebody's. I'm almost certain somebody said he's he walks around at more than that, like close to one ninety, maybe. Really? Yeah. If I'm not wrong, I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. But I feel like I heard somewhere where he actually walks around closer to one ninety. He does like these huge. Like that's why he had so many weird issues too, like with. Ramadan and all the stuff that goes on in his life, mm-hmm. like he just has a weird time making weight and shit. But he looks pretty lean at one fifty five. I've got, I've got a feeling he walks around pretty heavy. Oh, okay. So I don't know if it'd be a huge huge difference, but that guy is a mauler as well, right? Like he's got crazy wrestling. John Jones is crazy wrestling. That's true too. He's got yeah, crazy I never, yeah, wrestling that, as well, I forgot right? about that. Yeah, that'd be, oh man. But actually, we should celebrate uh, George St. Pierre. He retired. Yeah, well, he retired. Air quotes. I mean, he retired. I know he said he retired. How old is he? I think he's 38. Yeah, he should re- he should stay retired. 38's a pretty good year to start retiring. Yeah, I think so too. Like with what he's done, I can't imagine what else he's going to do that's going to really like fulfill him. I think he should go into acting. Just go do some do do some Boyka shit. He doesn't need to be the lead. Just be Boyka, man. Show up in tons of show up in tons of undisputed trailers and movies and well, shit. Well, I saw him in I, I saw him in Kickboxer. He was maybe the best part of Kickboxer. Well, Batista was probably the best part of Kickboxer. Yeah, but uh but he's kind of like he's like the new age Van Damme. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, with I think he's got less charm, like charisma on camera. No one has more charm than Van Damme. I'll say that. <laughs> no one has more charm. Nobody does. Van Damme is the most charming. Okay, when, okay, when I'll say this, okay, when uh, uh, when uh, Death Warren came out, yes, in that era, yeah, okay, no one had Van Damme was like the smile on that guy's face, um, the, the smile alone is box office success. Yeah, you say what you will about Van Damme. Say what you will about Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. 
that guy came off as charming. Fuck, man. On camera. Yeah. Like, when he's on camera, you're like, well, that's, that's JCVD, man. Yeah, I man. fucking love that guy. When that guy smiles, he's in a suit. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd blow that guy. <laughs> <laughs> How progressive of you. <laughs> Got to move it forward. You do have to move it forward. But the whole dance number in Bloodsport. Like, what a likable, you know, kickboxer. Fuck. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, it's just likable. That is, like, that's one of the greatest scenes in, like, Van Damme's movie history. Yes. I, I think martial maybe arts, in all of it. It's, it's, like, it is, I'd say it's on par with, like, um, the end scene in fucking uh, let's see, I I put I put that in the same like for uh, for martial arts scenes mm-hmm. uh, as the last scene, last fight scene in Enter the Dragon. <laughs> the dance number from Kickboxer is equal to you as the last fight in in Enter the Dragon. Yeah, the mirror scene. I will say that the dance sequence in Kickboxer. What would you? What would for you? Entertainment value. For entertainment value alone. Is greater than the last fight in Kickball in Enter's Dragon. Yeah, I I say it's better than the last fight. Yeah, I think it yeah. is. because just just like it's entertaining. It's so fucking entertaining. It's got like the splits. Yeah, it's got a little fight. Yeah, it's got a dance number. Yeah, and he beats the shit. I saw he's fighting one guy. He beats the shit out of everybody who's in that everybody fucking in that bar. Room. Kicks him in the fucking water, and he's and, and he's dr- he's still drinking when he does it. Well, he's liquored up. Yeah, he's, he's totally fucked up. Van Damme is great. Yeah, so I got I got nothing but love for Van Damme. I know. I just, yeah, so uh, I would like to see. I would like to see maybe maybe GS, GSP do more acting. I think that'd be like that'd be good for him. Yeah, he was good in um. Not to make a hard segue, but I'm saying like if he can do that kind of thing, mm-hmm. just get his charisma level up, mm-hmm. it'd be good. I think it'd be good for him. I I can see him in. He'd be great. Hmm. Like, if he could go back in time and do a regular and do kickboxer again. Yeah. Because those two guys look like brother, like look like brothers. Yes, they could be brothers. And they have to fight Tong Po. He could easily be his little brother. Like you could get him to play uh to play Eric. Eric. Like do a do a redo a kickboxer where he plays Eric. Yeah, with those two. Yeah. And get what's his name? Michael Michael Quizzy to play Tong Po again. Exactly. Oh or Batista. Batista's come back to wrestling though. He beat up Ric Flair on Monday night. Ric Flair's seventieth birthday party. And he kicked sh- he kicked the shit and, out uh, of him. They're waiting for him in the ring. They're doing like a tribute. They had a video. They had a cake in there. They made him a big gold belt from the WCW. Yeah. A big gold belt. They made him a big gold belt in the corner. They're waiting for Rick to come out. Rick's not coming out. Everybody got nervous. Like, what happened? What's, what's going on here? And then the camera cuts back, and you see Batista come into the locker room, kick the door open, drag a cameraman to make him make him show people what he's going to do to Ric Flair. Drag that old man out of, the locker, out of the locker room and yell at Triple H on camera, and now Batista's back. Oh, I'm oh, so shit. excited. That's crazy. I'm so excited that Batista's back in the WWE. Because just because his last run was so shitty, he yeah. he had such a bad run. He came in, they they made fun of him. He tried to do that rock thing where he called it like "This is my home, it's where I belong." Yeah. And the whole thing went so poorly. He just walked off stage one night, like it was obviously planned. Oh yeah, I remember that. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he I went to that. go do Guardians, mm-hmm. and became a movie star. And then he just never looked back. Came back a little bit last year for like a, a retrospective on on. I think uh, Evolution or some shit like that. But yeah, just never really came back. And, then he, and now thing, he's back. Now he's back. First thing he did, kick the shit out of Ric Flair. Out of Ric Flair. His old stable mate. On his 70th birthday. On his 70th birthday. Unbelievable. And Ric Flair, consummate fucking professional that he is, gets dragged out by his jacket on his back. And when Triple H goes up to him, I, at least this is what I think he said. When Triple H goes up to ask him, Rick, are you okay? He goes, did I win? Did I win, Hunter? <laughs> Because Ric Flair is a pro. Yeah. Ric Flair can do no wrong. That's Ric Flair unreal. is a Jean-Claude Van Damme of wrestling. That's unreal. He goes, did I win? Did I win? Did, did I win? <laughs> what? That reminds you of that, uh, of uh, um, what's it called? Uh, Jackass. Remember when uh, 
Johnny Knoxville fought Butter uh, Butterbean. <laughs> Butterbean. Yeah. How did I do? Did I win? Yeah. He's like, what? Like he's, he's, he wakes up and he's like, <laughs> what happened? He's like, where's a, uh, how's Butterbean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how's Butterbean? There's a great thing that happens sometimes. Uh, if you if you get to watch it, it used to happen a lot more before, where a guy gets uh, a guy gets knocked out in the UFC or boxing or whatever. He gets up and he goes, what happened? Is he got knocked out, pal? Well, did I win? It's like, no, you got knocked out, pal. There's a reason why you're on the floor. There's a reason on the floor. And Ric Flair just did it so perfectly. That's God. awesome. Ric Flair is the best. Ric Flair is hands down the best wrestler ever. Hopefully ever. someday we can get to that level I where know. our name is associated with the sound. Yeah, sound. A sound that people make. Yeah. Oh, well. I can, I can, I can only, like, the only sound I make, like, I'm known for is, like, when, uh, uh, you know, if I get hurt or something like that, mm-hmm. it's like a, it's a high pitched wail. That that's ah. awful. <laughs> ah. It's almost like the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> <laughs> that, ah. is, that is a, that is a uh, a free sound effect. I will find that and put that up there. You should, yeah, we, we should, yeah. Just Boba maybe. Fett's last sound. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Star Wars used the shit out of the Wilhelm scream. Yeah. Oh, what a great sound. Great sound. You know what else is a great sound? This show. Yep. That was uh that was, I think that's it I think we kind of hit a bunch of shit oh yep. we didn't hit the R Kelly thing but whatever he's a uh, weirdo he's well, a weirdo yeah R Kelly will probably more than likely go to jail for raping people well he uh well deserved he should um I hope that guy rots yeah, yeah. man I mean like he's got like a thirty year history of raping people yep pissing on people too pissing on fucking little people yeah on, so yeah on underage people yeah I hope he uh that guy should be buried underneath the prison I kind of always felt like if you're a rapist. And that whole thing where you got to go to jail, but, you know, like, uh, jail is too, like, death is too good for these people. We can't kill them. Death is too good. They got to go jail. Just, like, cut their hands off. Take them. Yeah. They don't need them. Yeah. They're just raping people anyway. What are they going to do with their hands? going to rape people? Not cut their hands off. Yeah. I, I, I See cut, what happens. Yeah. I, w- I would cut their hands off, and then I would- Constant reminder. Yeah. I would cut their hands off, and then send them to prison so they can't defend themselves. Now go get raped. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's terrible. Don't say that. Well, maybe it's for R. Kelly. It is. Okay. No, honestly, I, I, I hope R. Kelly, I really, really hope. Like he has to go to jail. Yes. Everyone's gonna know who he is. Yes. So either they like, oh, R. Kelly, man, I used to listen to your music all the time, right? Yeah. I can believe I, I can believe I can fly all that shit, right? All or that stuff. they're like, you know what? They're like, <laughs> hey, rapey. Hey, rapey. Yeah. You know, like, like, uh, fuck it, come here for a second. You, you just come talk to me. Yeah, you come talk and to all, me for a all my friends. Yeah. You want to you, you want to believe you can fly? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're gonna fly, all right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, guys like that got to get something, man. Like it's just like you can't just send him to jail. No, no, no. He's got like honestly, like that's when it comes to rape and and that, and that kind of garbage. And just know. the the history of yeah. how he like. I, did you watch that Surviving R. Kelly at all? I watched a little bit of it, man. Like in my head, I didn't realize how like how syst- systemic it was with him and the people around him. The way he did it, the way he was able to cover what he did and like convince people that he wasn't that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's crazy, man. I know. It's like it is some cult shit. Yeah, I was watching it and be like, look at R. Kelly. I kind of felt bad. I'm like, man, you're just digging yourself into a bigger hole. Yeah, I mean, like, I see what you mean. I don't know. I'm feeling bad for the guy, but yeah, I know what you mean. I'm sitting there. I'm like, just shut up. Like, why do you like this? Is just ridiculous. Like, I, I don't know, man. I just hope that he, um, whatever happens to him in a negative fashion. Yeah. I will. I will cheer. Completely. I'll be okay with it. I'll be totally fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will be okay with whever bad things come his way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't ever really, I don't like being that guy, but I am cool with bad things happening to that guy. Yeah, exactly. I equate that, like, raping, when it comes to rape and stuff like that, I equate yeah. that to beating an animal. Well, we, it's worse, man. I mean, it's. It, Not to me. To me, it's, to me, it, like, that, that's, it's as bad. If, to me, being an animal for me is, like, is the worst thing. Besides, the like, worst thing you can do. Besides, like, you know. Hurting a baby or something like that, right? Yeah, but, yeah right. I mean, yeah. it's I, I I say you're right. They're they're in they're definitely on that same plate. 
Like abusing an animal, an innocent animal, mm-hmm. raping somebody, mm-hmm. hurting a child, uh, beating an old person. Child molesting. Like that. Yeah, yeah, they're all on the same plate. They're all on the same plate. Like when those people get their, get if, what's coming to them. Yeah, if you eat from that plate, yeah, yeah. then yeah, you uh, um, you get. You got to get uh, yeah, something coming exactly. to you. Exactly. I have no remorse for whatever happens to you. Yeah, not that's that's the thing. I, I just, yeah, I don't know how people can be like, well, you know, like the, the whole, not to, not to be that guy, but the whole like, well, you should be a good Christian or a good a well, good like, whatever like, and feel like, feel forgiven no, 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 give, give yeah, forgiveness yeah, I don't like that yeah I don't I don't want to subscribe to the idea like you know no yeah because I because I, I understand your anger but have you thought no 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 I, I don't fucking care yeah. about you there's nothing there's a, there's too much of that shit going on right now yeah that's uh no there has, there's a hard line here that you that you have to like set yeah they gotta get something like there has to be some other punishment that that they get like they're just like that they just get yeah they gotta get got yeah I would show that 3d chart of like Everything that we talked about on that plate, I'm like, did you eat from this? Yeah. Yes or no? One of these things, did you take from this plate? And okay. be like, yes, I did. Don't lie, because we already know you did. Yeah, we know what you, we know what you did, okay? Did you eat it? Yes, yes, I did. I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, like, you're, um, yeah, I'm going to be, the hammer's going to come down fucking hard. Like, maybe literally. Yeah. Like, medieval torture. Yeah. Hobble. Like, yeah. do something, man. There's got to be something. I, ca- I can't stand when people... They, they take things, advantage yeah. of somebody they perceive to be weaker, weaker than them. Weaker than them, yeah. That, that's like animal it's or the worst. human. Yeah, yeah, I just, I, I, that literally bothers me. Like, yeah. I just, I, I have no remorse for those people. And I, like, with R. Kelly, like, I totally yeah, agree. Yeah, the, the Dave Chappelle song and everything that was hilarious and stuff like that. I, that's, I, I love that song. But like, uh, R. Kelly himself is a fucking subhuman being. Like, he's like, he's not, he's <laughs> yes. not even a fucking human being. No, like, that's you know. you, I don't think you can, you can gauge them on, uh, on a level you would gauge other humans. Not at all. No. Yeah, there's definitely a uh, man. We went dark. Yeah, that guy, yeah, I hope that show. guy rots. Yeah, that'd be the best thing. Yeah, like gang, gangrene. Yeah, and he's he's not, he's not worth that much money because he couldn't afford his bail. I'm like, good, fucking let him rot. Yeah, man, let him fucking rot, yeah. dude. Also, like on that, not to go like super dark at the end here, but I started reading more about, and and I will admit that I was on the ha ha end of this, of the the laughing at the situation, but the John Bobbitt, Lorena Bobbitt story, mm-hmm. how she was like kind of made to be this like shrew this villainous kind of character in the whole situation yeah. and John Bobbitt got a dick cut off next thing you know he gets to sew him back on becomes a folk hero that guy is a real piece of shit he's a piece of shit like I started reading more about it as an adult admittedly had never really went into a deep dive in that at all mm-hmm. but a uh, a weird thing came up my news feed that kind of piqued my curiosity about her and like I went to go read more about it the more you read about it the more you're like what a piece of shit that guy was yep like, he was a wife-raping motherfucker. Like, yeah. he was just like a garbage human being. Yeah, he doesn't deserve his dick back. <laughs> he definitely did not deserve to get his dick found back. Yeah, man. She should have smashed that shit with a hammer. Yeah, like, throw in the garbage disposal. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason people get their dicks cut off. You don't get them cut off because you're hanging out with people who, like, you're being nice to. You're getting them yeah. cut off because you're a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. Cut fucking R. Kelly's dick off. Like, like, let's see how we, let's see how, how about that? Yeah. No, that's what I think about the hands. Because, like, that way, he, like, he can't maneuver it the same way. It's almost like a weird kind of, yeah, maybe cut his dick off. Yeah. Cut R. Kelly's dick off. Re, re-slice Bobbitt's dick off. God, we're coming across as really, like, like Yeah, we're, we're coming off as fucking <laughs> as like, real, like animals. Man, man hating <laughs> animals. But, man, like, rapists got to get what's coming to yeah, them, man. Those, yeah, the, anyone who eats from that plate has, yeah. to get, has to get their fucking, has to be undressed completely. They, <laughs> oh, yeah. man, let me play this. Yeah. I don't know, some, some uh, what do they call it? Uh, Game of Thrones type shit. <laughs> they got to get some Game of Thrones-y shit. Uh, all right, well, uh, we went pretty dark there, so let's just, um, let's leave it at that. Sounds good. All right, I'm going to turn the mic off before we, like, you know, get really dark. Yep, I have more to come, but uh, we'll save that for next time. Later, homies. Later, bros. Bye.